It's Pastor Justin Krupski with you all here, bringing it home. We got some special guests with us as we seek to live out our faith as parents, and the special guests are Michael and Gina Spain. Uh, some of you might know them, some of you might know their story, but at this point in their story, they do have five adult children. I don't know if we call them adult, young adults. They're stu- still two in high school and two in college and one out of college who's back at home living with them, <laughs> which probably won't last that long. Uh, but I brought them on here just because I know we're all looking for some wisdom, and they have definitely blessed myself and my wife with some parenting, just encouragement and, and words of wisdom, and God's used them to bless many people. And so right now I just have one simple question for them, and we'll see where they go with this. Uh, but what is the one piece of wisdom that you would pass on uh, to parents with young children when it comes to bringing it home, living out their faith, and just what have you guys seen? What is that one piece of parenting wisdom that you have to share with us today? Just one? You're you're making us narrow it down to one piece. I mean beyond drink lots of coffee. That's beyond that one. piece of advice. Yes. No. I mean I the first thing that popped into my mind when you said that was to be a good listener. We have five of them. They all have a lot to say. And it's very easy as parents to mo- like get get into the mode of just sort of do what I say and we know what's right and what's best and Um, I've actually really learned that a lot from you. Michael's a very, very good listener. I am a very, very good talker. He's a good talker too, but he he does take more time and has more patience with listening. And and sometimes it means putting aside other things and making the time to listen, which is sometimes the problem. We, We dismiss and just shut down kids sometimes. So that would be, I mean, if I had to pick one, that would be my one, be a good listener to your children. Yeah, I mean, sort of to underscore what Gina said, um, children by their nature, uh, depending on their age, so I mean, this is a question that's probably better broken down by age-appropriate, you know, eras, you know, the the zero to nine-year-old is going to be um, sort of encouraged in the faith differently than the 10 to 18-year-old and then the 18 to 27-year-old. So, but um, consistency, um, being consistent in your own faith as a parent, um, consistent in prayer at home, consistent in being in the Word, making the Word relevant, not necessarily just something that you put on on Sunday morning to go and listen to somebody, but to to have it be a part of family meetings, to have it be a part of uh, prayer at dinner time, to have it be referenced when when you're in the midst of a conversation with your child about struggles they're having. Um, But then to underscore what Gina said, I think that creating a safe place for their questions, for their doubts, uh, because children by nature push back at everything. They push back at wanting to go to school. They push back at wanting to go to church. They push back at... Instinctively, that's just their nature, is to question authority, question the rules, etc. And so when it comes to faith and church and, and those habits that were, that were instilled at early ages, as they get later on, I think um, young people, especially as they get into those, those important teen years, um, young people want conversations. They don't want pat answers. They want to feel like they've been heard and considered and... Um, and then guided back to find answers for themselves rather than necessarily just dismissed with this is the truth mm-hmm. and just get on with it. Mm-hmm. They want conversations about their questions. And so I think that 
I grew up in an era where if you questioned authority, if you were if you questioned faith, and you were immediately dismissed as there's something wrong with you, there's sin coming in, and and all of that. Whereas I just think it's um, that's what that's to be expected, uh, in all areas of raising a child, um, they're going to push back, and, and I think if you give them a safe place to express their doubts, express their questions to you, mm-hmm. and then have a conversation with them, I I think that has served us well. Yeah, I think as you were saying it, Michael, with letting them express doubts to be real with our kids too, because yeah, we as adult Christians, yes, we still have doubts. Very much. And if we put on a facade that we don't have doubts, that we don't still have questions, yeah. right, what does that do to our kids? They feel horrible. They feel bad about having doubts. It's true. I mean, the statistics are, are crazy. Um, once they get out of high school, more than 50% uh, move away from the church. Um, and so keeping them um, in that conversation, mm-hmm. even if they move away from church for a a short amount of time as long as they don't move away from faith mm-hmm. um, don't panic when you when you hear doubts when you hear questions coming into your con- family conversation um, that's not the end of the world that's just the nature of the world and, and to respond with mm-hmm. grace and with patience I think is key yeah so start listening when they're young right, about anything and everything and pick up on those cues mm-hmm. and then certainly when it comes to their faith right, listening goes right into there and live it out consistently yeah. and as you live out your faith with your kids they're going to have questions right, for us to be available yeah. as parents and as they get older I think you know it's not necessarily to provide them with the, all the answers but to guide them to where to places where they can find those answers and discover them for themselves as they get older yeah yeah. I picture as, you're, as we've been talking Mark chapter 9 uh, a young dad his young son is sick the Bible says he's demon possessed Right? And so he's demon-possessed. The dad brings his son to Jesus, thinking Jesus can do something about this. Right? And Jesus looks at him and says, you know, if you believe, I'll heal him. And then the dad says, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Right. You know, And that boy heard that. Right? I believe, help me with my unbelief. And, and Jesus, right? what does he do? He doesn't push the dad away, saying, well, forget you. Right? He says, okay, right? your son's healed. Thank you for being honest with me. Thank you for having that mustard seed of faith. Right? And, he, and he does heal the son, which is amazing in that moment that that happens. But the fact of the matter is, right, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Right? For us as parents to be able to express that and for our kids to be able to express that too as they live out their faith and to be able to wrestle with those doubts together. And I heard someone say one time, uh, it's okay to have doubts just as long as you ask questions because when you ask questions, right, questions lead to answers, answers lead to truth. And truth sets you free, but you got to be willing to ask those questions. So we as parents need to be willing to actually answer and talk through those questions. Yep. You yep. have to listen to the question first. Listen to the question first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, humble yourself enough to be able to hear them all the way out, all the way through, and not cut them off in the middle out of your own fear or whatever that might be coming out of your mouth in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it requires a lot of humility, I think, to stop and to listen to your kids, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right. So parents, bring it home. It right. Is. We know God, our Father's listening to us. Right. May we set that example to our kids. May we listen to them so that they know He's listening to them. And certainly, prayer is powerful and effective. But parents, may you bring this home. May you live out your faith this week. Thank you, Michael and Gina. Maybe we'll have you back sometime. <laughs> Peace. Thanks.
So if this podcast has been a blessing uh, to you as a parent, has been a source of encouragement, we just want to take a moment and actually encourage you just to bless others with this. If you've been blessed, may you bless others. Perhaps share this link. Share the link to the Bring It Home podcast. You could do that through Facebook, text message, email, or you could actually encourage others just to text 797979 with the word podcast in the subject. Again, 797979. That's six numbers, 797979 with the word podcast as the message. God bless.